Billy, congratulations. Elected to the London Knights Hall of Fame in 2024. How about that? Uh, that's awesome. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great honor. Thank you. Let's talk about your career in London. You're in London from 1976 to 1979. You got a couple of playoff runs in there, one that sees you go pretty far in in 1978. You've got goals going in, points going up. What do you remember from playing in London? Well, it's funny. When I heard uh, about this happening, I started reflecting on London a little bit, and probably the the – the biggest memory I have is is that um, in in playoff time we we're playing the Fin Cups there. Went eight games overtime in eight games, and Dan Eastman scored the winner in, in the eighth game. And we were not even getting dressed yet. We were still stretching and getting ready. And the standing room was three deep. And I'll tell you, if you can't get excited to play in front of that, then you have a problem. It was just an, an awesome fan base. Standing room three deep, and you guys aren't even in warm up yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was it was quite the series. Yeah. And if you if you think back, can you almost still hear the noise or or feel the effect of the noise when that Dan Eastman goal when he got his stick on that puck and it deflected into the net? Yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> it's, I think uh, we probably lived it up too much after what happened to us in the next series. <laughs> At the same time, look what you guys had been through. I mean. It doesn't necessarily ring for every Knights fan right now, but to get through a series against the St. Catharines Fin Cups, you had to leave pieces of yourself behind, didn't you? Yeah, well, Hamilton had won the Memorial Cup the year before, and uh, they had 15 returning players off the Memorial Cup team. And uh, and so um, I think we had 51 wins out of 62 games or something like that that year, and we finished in second place behind them. And uh, both of us were way ahead of Ottawa, who we played in the final. And, and so we, we kind of thought we would walk all over Ottawa after the Fin Cups were gone. And I look back on it now, and I mean, they, they had Jimmy Ralph and Nett and Doug Wilson and Ben Wilson there. And then their top line was Bobby Smith, Steve Payne, and Tim Higgins. So I guess we should have taken them a lot more serious than we did. <laughs> we're talking with Billy Carroll, part of the class of 2024 in the London Knights Hall of Fame the Don Brankley London Knights Hall of Fame. Billy, that series must have prepared you pretty well for what came less than two years later because all of a sudden, there you are being called up by the New York Islanders in the midst of those four Stanley Cups, and you're going on a Stanley Cup run. Can you take us back to that? Yeah, actually, um, I was playing um, in Indianapolis in the Central Hockey League, the Islanders farm team, and our coach down there was Burt Marshall, and we we played in Salt Lake that night. And the next morning, we were flying out, and uh, a guy named Hector Marini and myself were um, sitting there, and Burt came up and asked if we were ready, and we both said, yeah, and he said, you're going up for the weekend. And uh, we went up for the weekend, and both of us uh, were very fortunate to stay. We uh, we never went back. It was uh, It was a lot of fun. So that would have been, let's see, you would have been that year up against Minnesota in the final? Yes, we played uh, Dino Cicerelli in Minnesota in the final that year. Yeah. <laughs> what was it like going head-to-head with him? Well, I mean, he came into Minnesota with a storm. I mean, the, when we were in Minnesota, I mean, the whole rink was full of Dino dolls. But, uh, <laughs> he... Uh, he um, yeah, not only did he have a great career and a great competitor, but uh, he certainly put a lot of life into that Minnesota team. 
Billy Carroll joining us, a member of the London Knights Hall of Fame in the class of 2024. The next year you go up against King Richard Brodeur and the Vancouver Canucks in the final. How tired were any of those guys by this time? Because winning back-to-back, that's one thing. Winning a third and then eventually a fourth in a row, what was it like just going through this? Because that is a just the grind that it doesn't seem anybody can do anymore. Well, I think that, well, as far as teams doing it anymore, if you look at Tampa and stuff, you, you lose so many players now through free agency and salary cap. It's it's hard to go on a run for that many years. But, you know, Chicago and Tampa, um, you know, if, if if the same rules were in place, they might have been able to beat those those records. You don't know. But um, when when I look at our team down there, um, our our best players were our best players all the time. And they, they came and competed every night. And when you when you go that far, you're playing into the June, the middle of June, and, and you're back September one. Um, it doesn't give a lot of guys body, you know, a lot of time for guys' bodies to heal. And when you're playing on the um, on the defending champion team, um, a team could lose five in a row, and if they beat you, that's that's made their their month. And so every night when you're playing on a defending team, you know you have to be ready to play and and be ready to play playoff style hockey all year. And one thing that uh, that first team I won with with the Islanders, they they certainly uh, practiced every day as if it was the finals of the Stanley Cup, let alone play. And it was just a, a, a very nice atmosphere to be around. Incredible. Well, then you go and, and you take on the Edmonton Oilers, a team that you would ultimately play for and go on a long playoff run with. Can you talk about the transition that was happening at that point from what the Islanders dynasty had been to what the Oilers dynasty was becoming? Yeah, well, the Oilers, um, after the WHA had folded and came in, they just had an unbelievable, you know, start for a franchise with, you know, Messier and, and Gretz and the players that they had to start with. And, and it, it all, all I can say is is that the team that I was on in New York, we were all married and, and had kids and whatnot. And I went out to Edmonton, and I think the average age was about 22, for crying out loud. And uh, they they were just full of skill and talent and loved to play hockey. and they um, they really uh, John Muckler, the coach there, he he changed the game and and brought into a, a different tempo. They played at a high speed, and um, it was not fun to play against when we were in New York. But I'll tell you, when I was there, it was one heck of a lot of fun playing that way. We hear stories that you guys would be on the bench in Edmonton and you'd have five goals, and the attitude would be "Let's get six, and then you'd get six, and the attitude would be "Let's get seven. How accurate is that? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's there was just so much firepower on that team that everybody wanted to score every night, you know, your top guys. And, I mean, if that's happening, you're getting eight, nine goals. And they had an attitude with Grant Fuhr and, and Andy Moog that, uh, you know, when we were there, if, if we gave up five, it wasn't a problem. We could win, you know, seven, five or eight, five. And, and it happened a lot of nights. And uh, But probably the most thing I remember about Edmonton was is during the games when we were sitting on the bench and we would – Probably five seconds before it happened, we would all just hit each other on the bench, say, here it comes, and Gretz would go into the corner and steal the puck off of a big defenseman and blindly throw it to Curry and in the net. And uh, those two were pretty special together. Four-time Stanley Cup champion Billy Carroll joining us and soon to be officially inducted into the Don Brankley London Knights Hall of Fame. Billy, as we close out, you got to end your NHL career a little closer to home in Detroit. 
when uh, when you were at least a little closer to you know where where you had grown up, where you played your your junior hockey, were you a Maple Leafs fan growing up as a kid, being from Toronto? I still am a Maple Leafs fan. I love it. <laughs> That's great. Now tell us a little bit about that. I mean, are you looking and saying, hey, this uh, this could be a year for the Toronto Maple Leafs? What are you seeing from them? Yeah, I think that, you know, when you look through the league and you look at the parity that's in the league now and, you know, the, the tempo and the skill, you have to, to not only have the, the depth, but uh, you have to stay healthy in the playoffs. And um, I just think Toronto is in the mix. And as long as they're in the mix, that's that's really all that matters to me. And I think there's probably, you know, a dozen teams that are in the mix. And um, it, it certainly makes it fun to watch. There's no, no gimmies anymore. Absolutely. Well, Billy, congratulations on being elected to the Don Brankley London Knights Hall of Fame. Thanks so much for spending some time with us. Well, thanks for having me, and uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks.